This episode is brought to you by Sugar Stoned Sweet and Sour Little THC Candies. Um, if you don't know what THC is, it's like the main uh, property in weed that gets you fucking high. And if you don't know what sour candy are, then you're a fucking moron. Um, what Basically what these are, it comes in a little package. They're a little pink package and they're THC candies. So it says fucking very clearly, this is the ad is done. It says very clearly, 10 milligram THC doses, right? So I'm not a guy that gets, I'll, I'll get into that. It says 10 milligram doses. So you pull out a strip and you figure, oh, this is a dose. So then you fucking eat one, right? But not that's not how it works because down here in the corner, it says, I don't know if you could read that. I know my nails look like shit too. Um, it says each one third of a piece is 10 milligrams of THC. So that's fucked up. Okay. Now this is not, the ad is to say that these are fucking really bad and that you shouldn't take these. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess, no, it's not, it's not their fault. They're actually pretty fucking good. They taste good. They do the job. They get you high. Here's the story. All right. I don't really get, well, you don't get high. I haven't gotten high in fucking, I don't even know how long, two years since I smoked weed. Um, I used to take CBD gummies, which was like these little gummy bears that would come from, I think it was hemp bombs. I used to eat these candies, right? And uh, they would make me like, I guess it has, CBD is supposed to have the effects of weed, but not getting you high. So it like, it relaxes your body. You fucking aren't stressed anymore. You're supposed to chill the fuck out. And it like relaxes like your thought process and you're not freaking the fuck out. When you get high, at least for me, um, I guess I get very paranoid sometimes, right? But I didn't have these fucking CBD gummies at hand right now. So, or the past like week. So um, I've been home. I can't drive because my fucking f uh, license is suspended. So I figured, you know what? I'm just going to get fucking high. Maybe this is the time to test out if I'm going to like weed or not. Because I didn't really like it when I was a kid, but maybe I'm maybe I'm older now. When I was like 16, 17, I wasn't a big fan of it. But now I'm 20, haven't smoked in a while, and I was like, all right. So I bought some bought some of these, and um, I actually the first time I took it, I ripped it in half and I bought like eight half, and it was fucking great. Okay, I got a little bit high and I just laid in my bed and I was I fell asleep. When I go to bed, you guys, it's so fucked up. I like think about like how I'm laying and like if, if there's a pillow underneath me and it's on the right side of my or the left side of my body, I think like why is the left side of my body higher than the right side of my body? So then I need to get another pillow and put it there and everything has to be even. My legs have to be like bent like this. I can't lay with my like legs fucking locked because then I worry about like am I going to lose my leg when I wake up? Oh my God. So I have to put a fucking pillow underneath my legs if I'm laying on my back. If I'm laying on my side, I have to put it in between. Like it, it's just so fucking dumb. It takes me two hours to fall asleep because I'm like worried about, oh my God, this pillow is behind me. Why isn't it on my side? And it's so fucking dumb. And that's when I'm sober. That's not even when I'm high. Okay. So now I figured like, you know what? Okay. Get a little weed in my system buy some edibles, fucking take them, and then hopefully it's going to help me sleep and not, like, think a lot of shit. And I fucking think about 
shit all day about like my ex-girlfriend and stress and like business and being home. I feel like I'm being a fucking loser right now. So I'm telling myself like, why am I like just sitting at home? I need to get out there. It doesn't matter if my phone's fucking or if my keys are or if my car is suspended or not. Like why, what am I doing sitting in my room? And uh, I just talk to myself like I'm a fucking loser sometimes. So I figured Weed would help, you know? Weed would help me just chill the fuck out. Did it the first night, worked great. Second night, took a little bit more, worked great. And I'm thinking in my head that one strip is 10 milligrams. So one strip, 10 milligrams, if I take a half, it's five. It's barely anything, so I should be fine. Now, last night, I took a full strip and a little bite of another one because I had left over. So I took it all at once. And now I fucking, like, I'm watching TV with my family, and they don't know that I fucking ate this shit, and I just feel it, like, smack me in the face, and I'm just like, okay, I'm getting fucking high now, like, it feels great, like, I better just go to bed, you know, I'm ready to fucking knock out, because this is what I wanted, so now I get in my room, and I'm just really gonna walk you guys through this, Um, I get in my room, and I'm, like, laying down, now I feel it, like, hit me again. And I'm thinking, like, why is it hitting me again? I, don't, I shouldn't be this fucking high. And now I'm laying there, and I start feeling my neck. And I start doing this, like, feeling my face and, like, massaging my ears. I read online, <laughs> like, massage your ears, and it'll help you, like, dilute your high. So now I'm, I'm in bed, like, freaking the fuck out, and I'm, like, rubbing my chest. And I, like, oh, what the fuck was I doing? I was pulling my hair to make sure that I could feel things. And now I'm like freaking out and I'm like, why the fuck am I this high? What's going on? So I stand up and now I'm walking back and forth in my room, grabbing my head, feeling my face. (laughs) And I'm just thinking like, okay, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. It's just only a couple hours. It's not that bad. So I'm looking at the time and it's fucking 824. And now I'm thinking like my family's going to think that I'm like, why am I going to bed at 824, they're going to think something's up. So now I go back outside and I'm watching TV with them and it's just fucking like weird because I'm high and they're all normal. So now, get back in my room, fast forward maybe 30 minutes, I'm freaking the fuck out and I'm like sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking die, this is it, oh my God, I'm going to overdose, oh my God, I'm going to overdose on THC, what the fuck's happening? Now I'm walking around my room and it feels like I'm going 100 miles per hour, walking like around my bed, I feel like I'm just doing fucking laps, like I must have walked three miles in a 15 foot room. Um, and now I go outside again and I get my brother and I was like, Anthony, I need to talk to you in my room. And he's like, what are you, what's wrong? And I was like, I just need to talk to you, man. We get in my room. I look at him in the eyes and I was like, dude, I'm so fucking high. I need help. And then I just like broke down. I almost started crying, but I don't think, I don't think I cried. I think I like had like, was just really sad boy. Right. Um, so I got scared and I hugged my brother and now I feel like everything is moving. I feel like the whole fucking, like my body is doing this, but it's not. And I'm asking my brother, I was like, am I shaking? Am I shaking? Like, hold me. Am I shaking? He's like, dude, you're fine. You're fine. Like, you're not shaking. I was like, Anthony, my body's shaking. You need to help me. Just squeeze me. Like, I can't stop shaking. And he's like, dude, you're fine. And my brother, Anthony, is like the most like the calmest person I've ever fucking met. And he's just like super like doesn't give a fuck about like 
I don't know, man. He's just like, he has a way of like staying calm and like not getting loud. And I am the complete opposite. I like always want to be loud. I always say shit that's on my mind, which is very bad because you could say something that's fucked up and then everyone hates you. And he he's just like smarter too. And he just like understands things. And I feel like I don't have that filter that I put through my mind that's like, okay, everything's gonna be fine. You're just took a little bit of weed, you're freaking out. I didn't have that, right? But I did have like a sober me inside of the fucked up me that was saying like, like I was telling my brother, I know I'm fucked, just like fucked up right now. And I, I just have to like, I have to stand up and I have to start doing fucking pushups and I have to jump around my room and I can't sit still. And he would ask me like, what are you fucking doing, man? And I was like, dude, I'm just high, so my body's telling me to do this. Then I start making my bed, I start cleaning my room, <laughs> and uh, it was just really bad. And then at the end, I was thinking, like, I sat on my bed and I was like, dude, what if I got, like, what if I got laced with heroin or fucking fentanyl or something else? Like, and I was just freaking out, man. And I know I'm really telling you guys the story. The point is, I got so fucking high that uh, I like at one point wanted to go to the hospital, thought I was dying, was freaking the fuck out, woke up in a bed of sweat, and I kept like freaking out, checking the time, thinking that hours went by, and it was like, it would be like 9.05, and then I'd put it down and like talk and chill out and eat fruit snacks and hang out and chill, and then check the time again, thinking it was going to be like three hours later, it was like 9.08. It was like fucking three minutes went by. So the point is... Uh, they shouldn't, they shouldn't be able to say 10 milligram doses and then be like low key one fucking fourth of it is one is 10 milligrams. Cause then cut the fucking candies, then make one thing 10 milligrams. How fucking hard is that? So it's really, it's really a flaw on their packaging because someone like me that's not experienced with getting high thinks that one piece is one fucking thing. And I'm not going to read the whole packaging, you know? It's just really fucked up how they how they sell that. But I just wanted to share my story, and uh, I thought that was really fucked up. So if you guys get high, here's another thing, which I, I'm going to pull this up on the screen behind me. So it says, smoking versus eating weed. Smoking it, it passes through the lungs before entering the blood system, bloodstream. Effects kicks in after 10 minutes. High lasts two to three hours. You're less high. You're calm. You're a little bit worried, but you're not like, you're not supposed to be that fucking paranoid. Um, and the more you smoke, the higher you get because you know, like you're in control of it. If I take a couple of hits of weed and I know that I'm high, I'm like fucking good. I could take two hits and I'm like, dude, I'm fine. And then my my buddies that are like ripping eight foot fucking bongs like 50 times sitting there coughing their dick off and they obviously are like want to get more high. When, when you eat weed, um, it says here, passes through the stomach and liver before entering the blood system. So I think that gives you more of a body high. Your body feels more fucking high. Um, the effects kick in after one to two hours and the high lasts four to eight hours and you get way more high. And it says, I read online also that it's more of like a psychedelic experience that you're having with the weed rather than smoking it because you ate it and your body's high. So I don't know, man, it was just fucked up and, uh, don't, don't do it. Don't fucking don't, don't even do drugs. How's that? Just fucking... How could someone take a weed edible and then like really have fun while they're thinking like any wor any worry I've ever had in my life, 
I was thinking in my fucking head. And I was thinking about my friends and my family and what if I don't fucking make it? And what am I gonna do in my future? And oh my God, I don't have enough money to live right now. And if my fucking whole family died, like that type of shit you think about. How are you having fun? You know, I, I don't know. So I think a lot of people are stressed out too and they smoke weed to chill out. But when I smoke weed, I feel like it brings all of my stress like to the fucking surface. So maybe there's something there. I think I, I like hold in a lot of my depression and sad sh like thoughts and anger and all that shit that I feel. I always like push it down and I don't like, and then one day I'll fucking out of the month, I'll like ball my eyes out in my car and fucking cry and I just reset. But I, that's really bad to do. Um, and I think that's why when I smoke weed, um, I get like really emotional because that's like the shit that it's fucking cleaning out of my system is like you thought about this last week, you thought about this today, you thought about this yesterday and it's just spewing out of me. So point of the story, don't fucking get high. Uh, if you haven't done it before, it's really not worth it. And read fucking labels, man. If, they, if this was Pop-Tarts and it said like two... I, I don't know. I was going to make a fucking analogy, but I can't do that right now. If this was anything else, it would be fine. When you say 10 milligram dose is really big and then like low key. Like if it says 100 calories and then on like a, a fucking bag of chips and then you look at the back and it says 100 calories, but the bag is two servings. Then you feel like, oh, dude, I just fucking got screwed. When you do it with drugs and you can literally fucking overdose, probably not a good idea. You should probably just keep it straight up and be honest and say 30 milligram strips rather than this fucking game that they give you. But yeah, so I didn't have fun fucking time there. And uh, that's why this podcast is going up a little bit late because even this, I, I feel high right now, um, I, but it's nowhere near as bad as it was. But this morning I just needed to fucking chill out. I could not do my podcast this morning. So um, I asked my followers, I said, what's the scariest experience you guys have ever had? And it's weird that I asked this question and then had this experience of me getting fucking high and freaking out because last night probably was one of the most like scariest experience I've ever had. Um, I didn't expect it to be like that, but just that's how it happened. So now I'm expecting people to say like, um, you know, I fucking was walking down the street and there was a guy that followed me with a fucking clown mask, or I was at my friend's house and was super haunted and we heard a noise and blah, blah. I thought it was going to be like scary shit. That's like ghosts. This girl says getting the phone call telling me that my sister was hit by a car. Okay. Now I'm sad and I want to fucking cry because that's horrible. So then there was another person that said, one morning I woke up to a text saying, oh, what? Oh, that's, that's part of a different one. Um, she said that like she almost got kidnapped. There was a really dark one there. Uh, I fucking only have the ending part, so I fucked that up. But one girl says that she went to a party and all she remembers is like waking up the next morning and she thinks that someone drugged her. I went to a party and the last thing I remember is taking a selfie with a girl and then waking up to my parents sitting behind me in the hospital. Uh, so that was pretty dark. I, I didn't think it was going to be like that. I didn't 
think it was going to be like sad, fucked up shit. But unfortunately, that's a lot of the things that I got. So I'm going to read some some of these. and We're going to get into the fucked up stories that you guys sent me. Um, next time, I'm going to say like, what's the scariest ghost encounter you've had, I guess. Um, this girl says, so when I was a junior in high school, me and my friend went through this phase where we were obsessed with Satan. Already fucked up, you know, don't really want to read the rest of this, but I'm gonna. Um, we wanted to do a satanic ritual and sell our souls to the devil. So we, this is, this is a real thing that I'm reading. Like it's behind me. It's a real thing. Someone sent me. So we got all these candles and drew the pentagram and had a glass bowl in the center. We followed this ritual online and it said to write down your five wishes and put them into a bowl and burn them and then cut your hand and drip blood into the bowl as it's burning. I want to throw up right now. So that's what we did later that night. I forced her to turn off all the lights and I couldn't sleep with her stupid Christmas light on. So we were just sleeping in the basement. Suddenly I start feeling this presence as if a demon is trying to take my soul. Like it was this huge faceless black entity. <laughs> it didn't have a voice, but I could still understand what it wanted. Dude, this is fucked up. Uh, as I start feeling the last... Uh, as I felt the last of the presence taking my soul, I suddenly realized what was happening and stepped out of it, snapped out of it. I shot up and screamed and ran up the stairs. Then halfway up, I was like, what the fuck is happening? How did I get on the stairs? My friend was freaking out, said, what the fuck, dude? I think I was just having the strangest feeling. Um, you know, sum it up, you know. Uh, we finally got too scared, went back in the room that, and turned the light on. I, poor fucking ending, man. I read a book to hear, like, we went back upstairs and went to bed. Shit ending. You should fucking never tell stories like that unless the ending is really good. But, you know, definitely don't draw pentagrams. Don't fucking follow Satan rituals. Uh, yeah, that's what happens when you do drugs, man. I don't know. It actually doesn't say she was high here, but I'm sure she was high. There's no way you weren't high. And if you weren't high and you did that satanic ritual, then you're fucked up. And we could all under agree there. I wish the ending would have been like, I woke up with a fucking scratch on my fucking shoulder. That type of shit gets me going, you know? Good story, shitty ending. Um, and yeah, I would never do that because I'm not don't, I don't care about, I don't want to do a satanic ritual, that's for sure. Um, my neighbor, this is a new one. My neighbor used to be my babysitter when I was a kid. One night she was watching us and woke us up at two in the morning, telling us her husband was trying to kill her. She ended up having a psychotic breakdown and made it up and took my sibling and I hostage in our own house. Well, that's, I, like, how do I respond to that? I can't make a joke out of that. This guy's had the fucking most traumatizing experience as a kid and I'm supposed to be like the funny guy and be like dude sucks for you man like I know I want to cry that shit's horrible um getting a getting a concussion and not being able to remember my sister's name that's pretty scary I can understand that I dude I used to get in so many fucking like I used to hit my head so many times as a kid um I don't want to like go on to how I got injured stories, but dude, hitting your head, when you bounce your head off of cement and you just hear that ringing, it's so fucking, like that is actually really scary too. 
is when you get a concussion because you just hear like loud ringing and then like right before you pass out, you fucking see like everything's getting really bright. Everything just does this. It just fucking goes from here to here. <laughs> if you can't see what I was doing, I was just blasting my light on my face. But it just like everything gets really fucking bright and vivid and then you're fucking out. That's pretty scary too. Um, getting my shoes robbed at my front door. Yeah, it's pretty scary. When I first moved into my house, I thought it was haunted. Um, I thought I would be the only one to sleep upstairs. I would hear noises from the room across from mine. Turns out the noises were just a bit of dirt that would hit the AC panels. Okay. I. Why don't you guys have scary shit? Like, I want to hear spooky, fucking creepy shit. I don't want to be, like, it's either sad or dumb. Um... This one's pretty fucked up, actually. I read this one. I was at a local park doing parkour with a friend of mine, and we noticed a guy in his older 40s. He was jacked and probably on roids. He was checking the back bathrooms going in and out every five seconds, and we thought it was pretty weird, but we didn't pay that much attention to it. He approached us and told us what we were doing was pretty cool, backflips and other tricks. You could already know he's a creep, right? Of course, being so young, I wanted to show off the fact that I was... Yeah, you want to, like, flex and be like, dude, watch this, and then you fucking jump and do a 360. Um, so he, this guy's, like, flexing, right? Finally feels like he's got a, his first fan. Um, he's also young, so he doesn't really understand how creepy this guy probably is. After 10 minutes of this, my friend walked over to where his bag was. Suddenly, the guy starts approaching me slowly, and when he gets about five feet from me, he starts to reach in his pocket. Now, I picture, like, some old guy, like, just fucking, like, I don't know, coming over him. Like, being on top of him. Just, like, fucking, I don't even know, creeping up on him, picking out something from his pocket. And he says, the guy wrote this, says, I hate to do this to you, kid, but... And then, uh, when he said, but, my fight-or-flight mode kicked in. And I started running, and I said, what the fuck are you doing, man? And he started screaming. My friend comes around the corner, sees this guy, and also starts screaming. I run over to my friend, and the guy pulls his hand out of his pocket, and whatever he had, he didn't show us. I'm thinking it was either a knife or a taser or something to in-cap... In -ca I don't know what that word is. Something to fuck him up. Um, he was most likely going to threaten me. Oh, he was going to threaten me and drug me or kidnap me. I don't for sure know his intentions, but everything inside of me says that if I hadn't screamed at that moment and startled this guy, he would have taken me. That's fucking, like, that's fucked up. Um, I've read a lot of stories about kids getting, like, kidnapped and fucking child called it, a stolen life, shit on Dr. Phil. Um, my friend, actually, Kiana, which is really fucking sad, which is something that fucks me up to this day, um... I had a friend that was in seventh grade and eighth grade and we weren't like best friends, but every time in class, like we would always have jokes with each other. I have messages from when I was like 15 years old texting her saying like, I love you and just making jokes. And, uh, like, I don't even know, three years ago she went missing and fucking still hasn't been found to this day. And that scares me more than anything. Um, just like, fuck, man. If I was you, that like, this shit probably would have traumatized me for sure. I would never go to a park again. I wouldn't be able to, like, trust people. I probably would stop doing parkour because everything I would, every time I would do parkour, I would think of, like, holy shit, remember when I was 13 years old and that happened. So that's a really, not a good story, meaning, like, I, it, anything in it is good, 
but it's good in, in the sense of you fucking, yeah, that's a scary thing that happened. And uh, I feel for you, man. That's fucked up. I had about five heart surgeries growing up. The last one, I was legally dead for 30 seconds. Does that count? Kind of, you know, kind of, I guess so. I wanted shit like this, you know, I'm going to show a video. So if you're listening, you can't see it, but I wanted shit like this. Did you see that? You saw that fucking, she turns the light off. I think this is from a movie, but turns the light off and see that figure. I want someone to show me a picture of like, dude, I was taking pictures and there was this figure in the fucking background. That would be scary. You know, um, here's another part of this. I just typed in scariest video ever on YouTube. Look at this scene. What the fuck was that? Are you kidding me? That's pretty, like, that shit's fucking scary. Look at this face, man. I want, I want you guys to send me shit like this, okay? Hopefully, I'm going to do this again. Send me the scariest shit you've ever seen. Videos like this, movies, you know? Let's get it scarier. Today's episode was like, let's all be sad and tell us the most fucked up parts of our lives. And I'm not really trying to go for that. Um, it is supposed to be a comedy show. So let's stay out of the sad shit. Um, it's really dark. Today's episode is like dark in the sense of like, or it's just dark themed and it's dark because it's fucking nighttime and I never record at night. But I also want to talk about, I made this, if you guys don't follow my, um, or subscribe to my YouTube channel, just type in Angelo Blando. You don't have to, but if you do, it would be cool. Uh, I post all the video episodes of the podcast on there if you haven't fucking figured that out already. But I did this video called Why All Guys Should Paint Their Nails. Um. And it's so dumb and I like almost regret doing this video because like it got 7,000 views within the past like three months. It's got 180 likes, 87 comments, and I did it as like a joke to have fun. And now everyone's like commenting like, I support you, dude. You should always paint your nails. Women don't mean like, not women don't mean shit, but they say like women aren't the only ones who could do it and men could do whatever they want and I paint my nails too, bro, blah, blah. And I, I don't fucking know why, but this video got 7,000 views. And I just want to say thank you guys if you watched it and enjoyed it. But let me know like what else I should do for YouTube because I want it to work so bad. And I, but, but I just like, even my podcast, sometimes I do my podcast and I think like, do I really want to fucking talk about this shit right now? Or am I just like forcing myself to because of you guys, you know? So that's why I like to keep it real a lot with you. And um, if I don't fucking want to do the podcast, I'll just say like, hey, it's going to be late today or I'm not going to do one this week, which rarely happens. It's only really happened two times that I skipped a week. But it's like, yeah, sometimes I want to take a fucking break. And um, I think that's a big part of like content creators and YouTubers is like when you're making videos on YouTube, once you get to like, if you don't have your fucking theme, like makeup videos or fucking, I don't know, eating videos or whatever it is. If you don't have that theme and you're just doing something like me, which is like, I just want to make funny videos once in a while. I feel so forced to put content out that it makes the content shitty. And then I get upset with myself and then it ruins the whole thing. Like I'd rather wait and put the podcast up a day late and like do it right then like get on here when I hate 
when I like don't want to do it and then half-ass it and then it's a shitty fucking episode for you guys. You know what I mean? So I think for all you content creators out there, if you don't have a theme, take it fucking slow and do it like do it when you're comfortable. Um, I find it that I'm comfortable once a week with a podcast most times, but I'm fucking, sometimes I'm not. And when I'm not, I just tell you guys, hey, I'm not going to do one this week. Fucking deal with it. And thankfully you guys do. So I don't know. I don't know what the point of me saying that was, but let me know if you guys have any ideas for me for YouTube, anything you'd like to see from me. I know you guys want to see me do like shoe reviews, but I'm trying to kind of get over the shoe thing and go more into comedy. And I feel like I'm funny. So let me know. Um, now for the sneaker portion of this podcast, I want to just, I want to talk about a quick thing. A lot of people ask me that, like, tell me that they want to start selling shoes and what's the way to start selling shoes. And it's not, like, I, I talk about this a lot because it's so fucking, like, okay, let me just tell you a quick few tips that people don't think about when it comes to selling shoes. Um, go to Uline and buy your fucking boxes online. Buy them by the 50 or by the 100 or by 30s and order boxes on Uline and order, I think I order 14 by 6 by 10. It's a perfect shoe box size. It fits anything up to a size like 12. Only some shoes size like 14, 15, I can't fit in them. But order boxes online if you sell shoes. It will save you so much fucking money in the long run. I used to spend $4 every time I would go to USPS and $4 times 100 boxes is 400 bucks. Or you could buy 100 on Uline for like 60 bucks. So you're saving a fuckload of money. And Uline does this thing where they ship them to your house like within two days and then you just pay them within a week or something. It's like an invoice system. Um, definitely do that. If you're fucking watching this and you're a kid that sells shoes, order, like the way to start is order 100 boxes on Uline. Also order tape on Amazon. They're gonna fuck you for tape at USPS. Um, and obviously you don't want to get fucked for tape. So order all your shit online. It makes things a lot easier. Also, it's not, you have to fucking tell yourself, this, this is a deep thing that a lot of sellers don't get. It's not a fucking career and selling shoes. I don't want to say we'll never, but basically we'll never pay for your whole fucking career or your life or your salary or whatever. You know what I mean? You're never going to be able to sell shoes until you like can make $200,000 a year and pay for your house and shit. There are people that are doing it, yes, but it's very, very unpredictable and unrealistic to be able to do that. You know, I think a lot of people sell shoes and they're 16, 17 years old and they just think they have it fucking figured out, but you really don't, you know, and that's just it. Uh, I was 15 years old, I was even younger selling shit and I thought like, dude, I fucking figured out how to make money at age 16. I'm going to be rich now. And then fast forward to being 20 years old and I'm like, holy fuck, man, a house is $100,000 or actually way more. And I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get $100,000 to put down on a house? Like that shit scares me now. You know, when before I was like 15 and I had, well, I had like stacks of money and it wasn't even that much money. It was like a thousand bucks. But I thought I was like the richest kid in the fucking world. And I like made it. I figured I was Bill Gates. But I, you fucking wasn't. 
so don't let it get to your head. Even though you're selling shoes, even though you're like doing your own little business, it's great, but it's not that fucking great. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people doing much more and creating companies and creating businesses that are like looking at you like a fucking idiot because anyone could just sell a pair of shoes that knows how to do sales. So, um, I don't know. There's just some tips for you fucking resellers out there. It's not easy. It doesn't just start up in a day. Definitely make sure you're you're keeping track of your money and uh, don't let it get to your head because you're not like still plan a career, still go to school, still find out what you're passionate about because selling shoes isn't a fucking, it's not a career. Um, I also guess I could talk about these fucking Air Max... 90 off-whites. Um, these are about to come out. I think the, the release date got pushed back. It was originally supposed to be this weekend, and it got pushed back to February 4th or 7th or something like that. Um, I will have these. I already got pre-orders for them. I did pre-orders. By the way, a big thing with me selling shoes is pre-orders. So it's kind of a gamble, and you guys have to know that because... It's unfair for me, these are the, the black pair behind me. It's unfair for me when I pre-order shoes and I say, 500 bucks for these, any size you need, and then someone buys them, and then after the release date, the market drops, and then I get messages saying, fuck you, man, you screwed me over. That's not how it works, okay? If you're gonna pre-order shoes for me, the point is that you get them guaranteed and you don't have to go wait in a line. You don't have to wake up at 6 a.m. and try to get them online. The point of pre-ordering is you get a guaranteed pair, you pay a little bit of a premium, but you don't have to worry about it anymore. You already know you're gonna get the pair. Now, sometimes it, people get lucky and I pre-order a pair for 400, they release and two weeks later they're going for 700 and then you could go sell them. But pre-ordering is also not a way to like flip and make money. Like if everyone could find a pre-order guy and then like re-pre-order them and make money on it, like everyone would fucking do it, you know? So it's like I pay my prices and my prices are usually about market. Sometimes it's over, sometimes it's under, but like... I don't know. It's just, it, you have to be willing to take a gamble if you're going to pre-order shoes for me. But every single pre-order I've done has came through. I don't fucking flake on anyone. I don't miss the shoe. Uh, so it's pretty guaranteed. So if you'd like to do that, just DM me on Instagram or fucking DM me on Twitter or anything, you know, Angelo underscore Blando, and just let me know. Now, these I pre-ordered, I believe at 650 or around there, around 650 for the black and the tan pairs. I'm gonna have them in hand in like two weeks. I think they're dope. I think the market will actually be, this is the, this is the tan pair. I think the market will probably stick around 600. It should be 600 or more, but knowing the fucking market recently is that with off-whites especially and just like hype shit, it's like they release and the fucking market's low as fuck for the first like three weeks. And then people start realizing, like, holy shit, man, these are off-whites. Like, it hits them three fucking weeks later. Uh, and then the market kind of goes up. So it's been pretty predictable lately to, to know, like, wait until the shoe releases, buy them, and then wait. and Or, or what, rock them if you want to. But if you're looking to resell them and you don't have any plugs, buy the shoe when it releases at its fucking all-time low. Watch the markets. Go on StockX. And uh, once you see that it's, like... Any off-white shoe that's like three or four hundred bucks, it's usually its lowest point. Um, but yeah, it's it's 
there's a lot to it, you know? So I don't know. Those are dope. I'm going to have them in hand and I'll talk more about them then. Just wanted to give some tips about reselling and uh, still figuring out the fucking sneaker portion of the show. So I don't know. Thanks for all the dark stories. Shout out to this fucking girl that scared the shit out of me. And uh, don't don't take THC fucking edibles. That's what we learned today. So I hope you guys all have a beautiful week. And I'll be seeing you guys next week.